What would you say if I told you that some alien races have the technology to disguise themselves as humans? Look around you. Can it be a new neighbor that seems a little strange? Or perhaps an interesting teacher or professor at school? In this next journey through time, you will learn about a group of aliens that have a mission to learn from humans on different timelines and continents. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Past Lives with Myra Rath. Each episode follows the journey of souls in multidimensional realities. Your soul is a reflection of who you are today. These lifetimes shape you and your earthly journeys. Thank you for subscribing and listening. For more information about past lives, please visit my website, soulsigns.net. Enjoy traveling through time and space. space Mm -hmm. your stars in the distance Mm -hmm. what else there's a planet nearby might be on a ship okay what do you notice about the planet the shape the color it's blue Mm -hmm. swirling clouds spherical okay Yes. And a sun off in the distance, but not too far away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you feel that you might be on a ship that is orbiting? Passing by. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that you're moving fast? No. No. Mm -hmm. Are you looking out of a window? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling anticipation in my chest. I can't tell if it's excitement or uh, anxiousness. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, just take a nice deep breath for me and just let that go. Releasing, just transmuting back. Just relax. What is the shape of the window? that you might be looking out of? It's very wide. Mm 
floor to ceiling and it curves outward. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you sense if you are standing, sitting? I'm standing. It looks like I'm in an observation deck. Okay. And do you feel that you are alone or with others? Do you sense others? There are others. There are. Okay. There's someone to my right talking to someone else. They're, I can't hear what they're saying, but um, one of them has green skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are they wearing anything on their body? Something like a space suit. Okay. Not not for outdoors, but or not for out of the ship, but mm. kind of maybe like they're an engineer. Mm -hmm. Is everyone wearing something different or similar? What can you tell? Those two are wearing the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody else. Okay. I know that there are others on the ship, though. Yes. Does this feel like a big ship? Yes. Mm -hmm. What else do you notice about the ship? It's a lot of metal, very cold. I don't really like being on it. You don't. Why? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. All right, let's connect with your body. Look down at your feet. Just connect with your body, your arms. Look at your arms, look at your hands. What do you notice? They're also green. Your hands are green? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Four fingers. Mm -hmm. 
skills. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm also wearing something similar to the others. Okay. And what color is that? It's grayish blue. Uh-huh. With some lighter blue parts. Does what you are wearing, does it feel like it has any type of technology? A little bit. Mm -hmm. Like what? For checking vitals. Mm. Why is that necessary? Because this is an experiment. The ship, mm -hmm. our voyage. Okay, where are you going? Where does it feel like you're going? You mentioned you had some anticipation. Oh, we just left that planet that I was looking at. Mm, the blue one? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. We... I don't remember why we left, but I'm wondering if I made a mistake leaving. Mm -hmm. Did it not go well? I'm not sure about the journey. Okay. And I, I want to go back. Back to the blue planet. Yes. Okay. I see. But I can't. All right. Mm -hmm. About how many of your kind are on this ship? Ten. Ten. Okay. Do you sense or feel that you have a gender? I don't. You don't, don't have a gender or you gender? Okay. All right. Mm One of your partners there that's beside you, can you tell me what their face looks like? What sort of features 
you notice? There's no nose or hair. Two eyes that are large and they're yellow. Yellow eyes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. With red, uh, red pupils that are slit like cat eyes. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, let's go ahead now and move ahead to your destination. Before you arrive, I want you to look out that window and tell me what it is that you are seeing from a higher perspective. This journey voyage that you're taking, that seems to be an experiment. Is there a destination? Yes. All right, tell me about it. We're going to another planet to study the people who live on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this, do you feel a more advanced race for you to learn from? No. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just very different from us. I see. Okay. And so how does that make you feel? Curious. Yes, curious. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm curious, but also I'm not sure that it'll be worth the trip. Okay. All right, so as you're approaching this planet, they are expecting you? No. They're not expecting you? No. I see. We want to study them without them noticing us. I see. So you don't land on their planet? We do. We're going to disguise ourselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So what does this planet look like? It's Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell 
Tell me more. Where do you land? See a forest. Mm -hmm. Tropical. There's an ocean nearby. Mm -hmm. It's not a highly populated area. Okay. Because we wanted, we didn't want people to see us land. Okay. The ship itself didn't land. We were. Uh, teleported to the surface mm -hmm. from orbit. Okay. And when you do land on the ground, at what point do you disguise yourself? First, we check our vitals to see if we can survive without extra help. And it seems fine. Okay. And then we do a little exploring first without disguising ourselves. Looking at looking at the trees and the plants, the animals. Mhm. Mm we don't have trees like that where we're yeah. from. Mhm. Mm okay. And how does that feel to see how different it is here on Earth? I think it's beautiful. What kind of animals do you see? There's a monkey with big orange eyes or a lemur. Something with a long tail. Okay. There are birds. We hear a lot of birds. Mm -hmm. There are only three of us who landed. Okay. Why did they choose you? because I know something about human life. I was studying it. I'll help guide us in uh, social interactions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can actually do it but someone thought that I was the best choice. Okay. Tell me a little bit about how you study Earth. It was mostly texts from other, uh, other species, other planets. Okay. 
So I mm-hmm. mostly read about it, heard about it. Mm-hmm. I had a fascination. But it wasn't meant to go this far. I just I just read about humans because it was fun. And somehow somehow, <laughs> somehow I'm here now. Okay. I didn't actually, that's why I didn't want to leave the planet. I never planned to. Mm -hmm. I didn't, somebody else made me do this. I didn't have a choice. Hmm. Who's that? Who made you? It was somebody high up, maybe in the government or Okay. Somebody I couldn't say no to. Mm-hmm. And there was some pressure too. Like if I if I say no, then you know that's that says some bad things about me. An unwillingness to to help my planet, my people, the universe. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the objective here when you mentioned that you were going to study this planet and the species here on Earth. What is it you want to know? What is it that you're hoping for? I just want to know, I want to know about humans because they're very different and primitive. It's a fascination for me. The government, the government wants to help, thinks that Earth needs our help. Mm-hmm. They think that if we don't interfere, Earth is somehow going to pose a threat later on to other places in the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can feel my legs trembling a little. Are you uncomfortable? No. Okay. It's just a lot of energy right now. You're okay. Okay. So you check your vitals. You seem okay. You're exploring the land, the animals, the nature. What happens next? One of the others is in charge of navigating. So they're getting our bearings. Uh, and while they do that, me and the, uh, the third person um, are getting into our disguises. Mm-hmm. And that's a use of technology too, like a glamour. 
so that humans perceive us as one of them. Okay, so let's start with the navigation. Is there some sort of device that you use that helps you to navigate on the land? Yes. What does that look like? It's like a handheld item and it shows the topography of the surrounding area. Mm -hmm. And it can sense, it can sense life forms. It does. Yes. Hmm. Through frequencies. Okay. And since humans give out a specific type of frequency, it's attuned to humans so that we can find the nearest village. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And so when you begin to change into your disguise, walk me through what that looks like. It's a device that we have on our wrists and we just tap it. I'm not really, I don't create the image that I turn into. I'm not sure. It might be a randomized thing that I don't know how the technology works, mm -hmm. but I think it's a ran, just randomized uh, human attributes that are put together. Mm, and it changes even the color of your skin? Yes. The texture of your skin? Yes. Is it some sort of illusion? To us it is, to humans it's more than that. It's mm -hmm. more like a full transformation. Mm -hmm. If they were to touch us, they would feel human skin. Mm -hmm. We're also taller than humans are, so we'll appear shorter. It even changes your height? Yes. Mm -hmm. How much taller are you than humans? Maybe a foot. Okay. Not too much taller, mm -hmm. but we're a little bit bigger. Okay. So now that you're disguised, I'd love to hear what do you look like now? I look like a human male, brown skin. Shoulder length black hair, straight. Not wearing much, just just enough for some protection. Some maybe animal pelts or something like that. Okay. No shoes. Mm -hmm. What is your reaction 
when you see this disguise? Is there an emotion at all? When I look down at myself, it's mostly curiosity. And I start to wonder already what it would be like to live as a human, if I can even pull this off. Okay. And then when the three of us look at each other, we all laugh at each other. You are. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and does this navigation, is it sensing a village nearby? Yes, to the southeast. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and move ahead. Moving ahead to what happens next. We're really fascinated by the hair. Mm -hmm. You don't have any hair. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got a little distracted on the way looking at fruits and trying those out. It's a mixture of relying on the technology that we have and just the studies that I've done uh, that we know that it's edible. Do you try it? Yes. What is it you think you're eating? Papaya. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does that taste like to you? It's too sweet. Mm-hmm. But I like the texture. All right. Okay, what happens next? I went to try and draw a flower that I found, but our navigator is forcing us to move forward. Mm-hmm. They want to get to the, uh, they want to get to a village before nightfall. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and move ahead to when you do arrive or approach. Do you have to approach carefully? Yes. Why? Because human settlements are isolated from each other. And so strangers are suspicious. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you notice when you get close enough to this village. Is it a village? Yes. What does it look like? There are grass huts. Palm leaves on the ground. There's a big fire pit in the middle. Smells like they're cooking dinner. 
people are all walking around, doing chores, getting ready for the meal. I think it's interesting that they've created homes from from the earth. Mm-hmm. Because where we're from, we've already created other materials to build things from. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems very simple, but it's but I also think that it's genius. All right. Okay, what happens next? Who's in charge? You? I'm in charge of human relations. Okay. So I guess I'm in charge <laughs> and I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel nervous while I try to figure out the best way for us to approach. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you decide? I decide that it's best that they see us coming instead of sneaking in. Mm And there are three of you, correct? Yes. All right. And so let's move to that moment that you are walking towards the village and they do see you. Who sees you first? There's a man on the edge of the village. Looks like he's Sharpening a knife, a rock. Okay. He sees us, but he's not moving. He's watching us, but he didn't get up as if he feels threatened. And I think that it's the best thing for us to walk with our hands up so that they see we don't have any weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he actually looks curious. He doesn't look suspicious of us at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does he look like? He's similar to us. We have good disguises for this area. He has dark brown skin long black hair it's a little matted in places Mm -hmm. he has jewelry that is made of some kind of organic material i don't know if it's teeth or stones And he calls to, he says something that gets the attention of others. And so the whole village is starting to notice us as we get closer.
Okay. About how many in this village, if you could guess a number? 15 to 20. Okay. All right. Yeah, it seems very small. There are a few children. Okay. And the person who spotted us first seems to be, seems to have elected himself as the ambassador or something like that. He stands and walks out to greet us. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that our translator is accurate because I don't actually know any human language myself. Mm -hmm. So how do you communicate? We, it, that's also part of the technology that we have with us. It's, we speak, but they hear human language. Again, I don't know how the tech works. <laughs> I just use it. Yeah. Um, so did does it work? Yes, when he speaks, when he gets close enough. We were too far away before, so when he spoke, we couldn't understand him. But now that we're close to him, we can understand him. And he's asking if we need help. Mm-hmm. He thinks that we're lost in the forest, which he's not exactly wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you communicate while you were there? I say that we are lost. We got separated from our group. And we don't know how to find them again. but we're looking for a large city. And so I ask him if he knows of any that are nearby. Okay. He personally doesn't know anything, mm -hmm. but he's already offering for us to come and join them for dinner. Okay. How does that make you feel? I'm pleasantly surprised. Uh -huh. um, I always, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised because I already had the impression that humans are actually very nice. But because of the nature of our mission, I started to question that. Okay. But at least as humans are here, they're very nice. Okay. And so let's move ahead. And I want you to just tell me how long do you stay in this, with this tribe? How long do you stay with them? What do you learn? We stayed with them 15 days. Mm -hmm. We learned all of their names and we tried not to ask too many obvious questions. We mostly observed and learned that way. 
their way of life. But there were a few times where we looked odd to them because we either didn't know how to sharpen something the way that they do it, or we didn't know how to hunt the way that they do. Mm-hmm. But they basically just kind of assumed that maybe the tribe we came from does things differently. Okay. And is there anything that you offered to them? Did they learn anything from you? Did you offer any technique? I did not. Mm -hmm. Our navigator taught them more about, they didn't need help navigating their own area, but the navigator told them about uh, lands that are further away than they're used to going and um, took one of them over to the ocean and I think showed them some reefs there or something. The navigator turns out is way more uh, I don't know, more leadership material than me, Mm -hmm. Um, more social. That's the other thing is I was always a very bookish person. So putting me in charge of being the social person, the whatever you want to call it was, I feel a mistake, Um, but it's correcting itself at least with this navigator kind of taking the lead okay all right I'm actually not sure what the third person the third person is mostly keeping to themselves they're mostly there for protection and they don't have much interest in the humans okay And I got really absorbed in just watching the humans interacting with them and learning about them. It didn't occur to me to to trade anything. All right. And so after the 15 days, what happens next? Well, in the, during the nights when, uh, when the humans would be sleeping, we don't have to sleep as much. So during the nights, we would explore a little further and eventually we were able to get far enough that we realized there was a larger settlement of humans further south. So we decided to go that way when we left. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how were how were they different? The new settlement? Yes. That was more of a city, which is what we were looking for. Okay. Tell me about this city and the people in it. 
they use brighter colors in their jewelry. They use dye in their clothing. There's running water. They have better technology. And it seems there are more people, there's more of a sense of people with wealth and people who don't have wealth. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the smaller settlement, everyone was on an even, everyone was pretty equal. But here in a city, there are some who have wealth and some who don't. Mm -hmm. And do you redisguise yourself? Do you look different in the city? We change our clothes. We don't see a point in changing how we look, though. Okay. What else did you learn there? I was curious about the dyeing process of the clothing and of the economy. There's currency. It was also much easier to go around without getting noticed. Nobody questioned us when we came in. We're trying to figure out how to talk to maybe the person who's in charge, but it seems like that's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. What do the structures look like in this city? Kind of pyramid-esque, made of stone. Mm -hmm. It seems a little strange because it seems it's like right in the middle of a forest. Okay. So there's there's the city and then a forest around it. There's a big waterfall nearby. Mm-hmm. It seems like you would never find this place on purpose. Yeah. Is but there a reason, is, I'm sorry, is there a reason the navigator chose this particular place on earth? I don't know. I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a very strong sense that I'm just kind of along for the ride, even though they're using me as for my knowledge. Okay. Do you know where you are on planet Earth? I believe it's South America. Mm -hmm. And do you know when you are?
No, it's a very okay. long time ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So how much time do you spend in this city? The number 20 is coming to mind. I don't know if it's 20 months, 20 years. Mm -hmm. The time on earth moves differently. So we don't have a strong sense for how it moves. Mm -hmm. And so was that a goal to actually remain in the city and live there? Yes, we were supposed to live among humans as humans. I see. And so where do you stay? Where do you, what sort of dwelling do you stay in? Is it necessary for you to have one? Yes. Mm -hmm. What do you find? Just one small room, stone walls, and stone floor with simple bed mats. All three of us stay there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to learn weaving. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so are you reporting back to your ship what yes, you're learning? The, mm -hmm. the ship is still in orbit. And so we're still in regular communication. When we report back, okay. they can transmit our reports back to our home planet. Mm -hmm. And are you receiving any direction based on your findings? After spending some time there, we're told to go to another location. Further north. Okay. So do you go by foot? No, we're going to be brought back to the ship and transported. Okay. All right, so tell me about that. Where's the next destination? Europe. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we spent some time on the ship 
letting time pass on earth. Mm -hmm. What was the purpose of that? We're monitoring from afar. There was no imminent threat, basically. So we were told to just monitor. And then in a new era, we, we, they wanted us to go to Europe. Okay. All right, let's move ahead. Let's continue moving ahead. And tell me what you learn about when you arrive. Where do you go in Europe? And does this seem like a more advanced time? <clears throat> it's more advanced, it's very grimy. Mm -hmm. It's grimy, it's harder to breathe, very cloudy. It looks very bleak compared to the last time we were on Earth. It does. Mm -hmm. And so tell me, what are you there to learn? What do you observe where you are now? The orders are the same as before, live among humans as humans. We need to learn about the new technologies they have and maybe, I guess, human intention. But we learn very quickly that humans don't have any intention beyond this planet still. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how are they dressed where you are now? A lot more clothing. Hats. Okay. Trousers, jackets, mm -hmm. big, big dresses. And how do you disguise yourself this time? We disguise ourselves like the people who live here again. This time it's pale skin. I have red hair. Okay. And 
I wanted red hair because I think it's pretty. I got to choose this time. And I have a female body, but I'm dressing like men, like the men dress. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason for that? I suddenly feel the impulse to, I, I think I feel a little judgment towards humans. You are. I, because I'm noticing that for some reason, the women are in these ridiculous outfits they can barely move in, can't breathe in. And I think I just want to show them how silly it is but they take it very, very seriously. Mm. It's the first time that I feel condescending towards humans. Mm. The last time we were there, I was very respectful of their customs and I was fascinated by the way that they did things. But in this era, at least in this place, I think that they're all very silly. They're coming up with they're coming up with a lot of silly things to live by. And it seems like they're torturing themselves for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so I find it amusing. And I think that deep down, I know that my amusement would come across as condescending. Hey. All right, very good. So let's go ahead now and we're going to return to your planet. When this experiment is over and as you journey back, how many places did you actually visit? We visited each continent, so seven. Mm hmm Okay. And looking back, you visited different timelines as well. Yes. Which one was your favorite? Strangely, it was the one that I made fun of. Mm, in Europe? Mm -hmm. Okay. Why is that? It was the most exciting. Mm -hmm. I felt the strongest emotions there. It felt like that was the only time that I personally had some kind of mission for myself. But the rest of the journey felt obligatory 
with small small pieces of fun things, but mostly it felt that I had been forced and that I was there out of obligation. Okay. But in that era, there were things that I wanted to challenge and I ruffled some feathers and I thought that it was fun. Like what? What did you do? I... I assumed the name and identity of a woman, but openly dressed as a man, and I acted like a man. And I had a small career as an entertainer, and a lot of people hated me, and some people loved me, and I actually think that I really got on my uh, my teammates' nerves. They thought I was having too much fun and causing too much trouble for them because they had to protect me if I got into altercations, mm-hmm. which I did get into altercations. And what made you choose a female body dressing like a man? What was that? Did you notice that Did you pick up on that from somewhere else and say, I want to try that? How did you come up with that idea? It was because I saw, well, I think I chose a female body because that was the second location and I wanted to see what it was like to be a female. But then I saw how females were being treated Mm -hmm. in that era. And I was like, that's stupid. And so I guess I was rejecting the customs, the the culture, and I was just living how I wanted, or really I was living specifically to challenge that culture. And I thought that even though my teammates thought it was annoying, I thought that that was the most worthy thing that I did on the whole trip because at least I caused some humans to question the way that things were. Mm -hmm. So then I actually had some kind of effect, even if it was just a few people. Because if we were going to have any positive influence on Earth, I thought that it should be to question the things that don't work. Okay. I'm so curious, while you were in these human disguises, did you have relationships with other humans? Yes. That was part of the experiment? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And what was that like for you? Did you feel emotions that you normally didn't feel from your planet? Yes, but I had a hard time. I felt strong emotions from the humans, but I had a hard time reciprocating to the same intensity. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was 
experiencing earth like in a dream a little detached Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel you know I know that I don't live there so I know that eventually I'll go home so I don't have high I don't it's not high stakes for me okay Did you have feelings of love for humans? No. Okay. Not romantic love. Not romantic love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It never really got beyond fascination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go ahead and return. We are now returning to your planet. Tell me what that's like for you when you finally return. Strangely, I feel very similarly to when I left. Mm. I thought that I would feel relieved. Mm -hmm. Okay, describe your planet to me as you are landing your ship. What do you see out there? What's the view look like? It's a primarily blue planet with white and gray clouds. Spherical, it has a neighboring planet that you can see. It's kind of rust color. And the atmosphere is heavier than Earth's. Okay. It feels more tingly. It does. And is it more of a city center? Do you see structures, other ships? Or is it more barren? city structures the surface looks barren the cities are under underground they are underground Mm -hmm. yeah why why are they underground the weather on the surface is pretty volatile Mm -hmm. but it's peaceful beneath
Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it cavernous down there? Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about it. There are parts that look like caves and other parts, it just looks like you're underwater. There's nothing visible that keeps the water from coming down on you, but it is, they are areas that don't have water in them, just okay. around them. Mm -hmm. And so in some areas, there is no sky. It's like a stone, very, very high stone ceiling with big rock formations. And then in other areas, it's more like a bright glowing blue from the water and the sun moving through the water sunlight moving through the water. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite area to be in in my city because it's very pretty. Mm -hmm. But we have cities that are built within these air pockets and caverns and the layout definitely wouldn't make sense to humans. Gravity doesn't work exactly the same here. Okay. And there are some floating islands that are, I don't, I think, it would be similar to maybe suburbs by human standards, but they're literally floating pieces of of the city that are separate. Separate, you can, you can see them in the distance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know what planet you are on or what star system you live in? Mm. Arturus is the word that came to mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you do return, is there anyone that you report to? Is there some sort of you had mentioned government before. Is there some sort of council? There's a council, yes. Mm -hmm. Are they expecting to see you? Yes. Okay. I'm more excited to talk to my friends and colleagues about what I experienced, but I feel a sense of failure almost standing before the council. 
Why? I never fully knew what they wanted from me. And I don't have any wild, big findings to bring back to them. I don't think that I did good enough. But I also don't know what I was supposed to do besides what I did. Mm -hmm. And as I tell them about it, they don't show much emotion or response. They just listen, nod. And I think if they do this again, they probably won't pick me. They'll probably pick someone else. Interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs>